Episode 154. Welcome to Steel and Naz, presented by Hedge Better. Uh, it's the original Steel and Naz in the building Steel tonight. Steel and Naz. I think Magic Mike had a you know last minute date. Anton, who knows where he is? Craig's in another state. Craig's in another state. A fair yeah. excuse. Yeah, fair There's excuse. More than one Craig, so I don't know. See if this. That's it. For Showtime's absence, I don't have a problem with it. He can go do what he wants. There's some people on the mic that have problems with Showtime, not Showtime. Chopping block. We were on this last episode. <laughs> Chopping block. Anton's, like, already been chopped. He got, I mean, beat up in a group text over the weekend. I'll leave it at that. Now we uh, got we got a bail on Magic. Yeah. I mean, Magic, Magic's every week. I, I, I give the kid his... Uh, yeah. Two cents. No, no, I want. I, I don't want him on the chopping block. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no he won't. He won't. He won't. I'll be back. <laughs> Just kidding, Magic. I want to give you. a quick shout out to our sponsors, Slight Edge Fitness and Performance Man. Hey, it's January. It's boring season around here. Get your ass in the gym. Uh, you know, try to get a slight edge on the competition, right? Yeah. Craig Kelly, dang. get it done. Uh, law office of Patrick J. Foley. Of course. I don't know if this is like the season to buy a house. Maybe it is. It's really a season to do nothing besides maybe like improve yourself. So buying a house. Um, you know, getting legal advice, law offices of Patrick J. Foley, um, absolute wrecking crew that Yeah, have that a guy nice is. meeting after the gym. Yes. I think he has his, um, he has a fundraiser for something coming up soon. I'll have to get the correct information and uh, plug that along. Absolutely. Uh, tonight, we gonna, we're going to go over the conference championships, uh, AFC side, KC takes it over Lamar, uh, NFC, Lions on, uh, choke it away against the Niners, Uh this is actually going to be our Super Bowl episode too. We're all we're off next week, vacation week next week for you know producers, other people. Uh, Bruins Celtics recap haven't really touched upon it. Celtics big win last night over the Pelicans. I think they're beating uh, the Pacers pretty handily right now. Uh, and then we'll we'll give a little rough and rowdy recap. It stinks that Showtime and Magic aren't here because they were there to see it last week. Uh, mm-hmm. Lights Out Lang goes down to the six eight. You know, yeah, hammer guy. Did, tough. And I want to give a little movie review. Uh, you know, for the people at home that have seen Saltburn, I have to talk about this a little bit. Uh, spoilers only, by the way. Of course, spoilers only. Um, and then if we have a little bit more time, there's a little deboggle here with the Quincy High football coach. We like to get local on this show. If we got time, I'll save a little rant for it because uh, what happened today kind of ticked me off. Oh, yeah. Quincy High on the shit list. Love on to the see shit, it. On the shit list. I'm going to have to pull up the article too, get everyone's name. So that, that, that might be, at least I got my voice drawn to where if someone's listening to this Talk point, they're from shit. Quincy. Yeah, they just don't like the way they're doing it. Talk your shit. Um, but we're going to dive right into it. Uh, Chiefs 17, Ravens 10. Ravens were favored in this game. Just seemed the offense didn't really have a game plan for the Chiefs here. No. Um, and the Chiefs kind of look like the Patriots of old of, uh, you know, surviving and advancing in the playoffs. Yeah, someone went 2-0 and in the picks. <laughs> just want to say. Yeah. That's not fair. To, not to brag. Um, I'm going to first touch because he's been on our podcast before. Zay Flowers... He was, I mean, if if you want to throw Travis Kelsey out there, but wide receiver, best wide receiver on the field. Sucks he had a bad drive there where the taunting penalty, I, I get it that people, you know, are going to make that call. But, I mean, that's deep in the game. Everyone's kind of, you know, getting big yeah, it's like the AFC that. championship. It's big time. And then he did have two hands on the ball, but he did um, fumble it into the end zone. Hey, that's reaching for it, man. Yeah. They tell you to not try and reach for it. But, you yeah. know, you look at five receptions, 115 on. yards. Probably had close to a thousand yards this year. I mean, he had a he had a phenomenal season. Oh yeah, uh, rookie. I, I mean, Lamar Jackson wouldn't have won the MVP if they didn't draft him. No, but, absolutely not. He had a great rookie season. It sucks. It sucks when a play for anybody is so kind of like truly gut punching because there's you know you can go throughout a game and there's a shit ton of things that happen there and there, but that one was it was a killer. Unfortunately, it, it, didn't, it was. It just didn't make sense to me their game plan. It was either. Lamar was gonna sit back in the shotgun, you know, toss it deep, wait like five seconds to throw when he already had people's in his face, or he was just gonna run. They were ready for him to run. It's tough to completely stop Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. running. Of course, but the, when he, ever he was releasing ball quick, whether it was to you know Justice Hill mm-hmm. out of the backfield there, quick one to Zay Flowers, like it was working. But he did not get the ball out quick enough. I just don't think they. Thought the Kansas City defense was for real as they thought they were gonna be. Holds on a lot, yeah. Frank Clark was everywhere. He was disrupting almost every play. It yeah, like, and he's an, he's like an all pro. He's one of the best in the game. And Chris Jones he came too. To play. He's been 
Chris Jones. Oh, Chris Jones. Same thing. But yeah, uh, fucked up. phenomenal. On, on the, to the next game. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was my bad. On the other side, Pat Chris Mahomes Jones. gets another AFC championship victory, his fourth in six seasons in the NFL. Um, you know, goes back to his um, close partner there, Travis Kelsey, 11 receptions, 116 for a tutty. Uh, it seemed in the beginning of the game, you know, it was a quick 7-7. Um, Baltimore went three and out, but then they just couldn't get anything going offensively. Third, fourth quarters that fumble into the end zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they had, did they have a missed kick? They, something else didn't go their way either. I'm trying to remember, but either way, Pat Mahomes gets to another Super Bowl and the conversation has already started about, you know, goats, uh, who he is better in already. I'm really not reading into this stuff, man. He he is great. He's the best quarterback in the league. He is gonna go down as a great, but let's uh let's wait a little bit uh until we, you know, make him the goat. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And I mean it was uh him. Way to say the Ravens like didn't have a plan. Like it was it was the Mahomes Kelsey show right out of the gate for the Chiefs. They that was the plan of attack, as it usually is. Thirty for thirty nine. I want to say he was about like twenty five for twenty seven before. Like it, he probably went on a slump at the end because they punted a couple times in the, the game. Yeah. Uh but going back to like the the go conversation, like I'm hearing. I heard from a friend the other day. Um, Alex from Weymouth. I'll throw that out there saying this dude's already better than Peyton Manning. Like yeah. that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, I better than Joe Montana. The only one you can't say better than is Tom Brady, and it's like, come on now, like th- these people yeah. are crazy. Yeah, it's, I mean, it is it is definitely longevity. No, that, like he's on the track to do this. No, that's what I mean. It's not even relevant. Like if you yeah. if you want to be like, oh, I know every I know something that everyone doesn't know. Like Pat Mahomes has had the best six year start to any quarterback in his career. Like you're an idiot if you put that out there. Like obviously he has. Like he, his that no one compares this. even Brady's stats his first six years. I mean Brady's career in the beginning of it was more of the defense anyway. Yeah, and like he got he has like the wins and stuff. But yeah, like the numbers are not. And I think I, I I think it's safe to say like for myself I think I'm a Patrick Mahomes fan I think he typically is a pretty good guy had that little fart when uh, he bitched at the Reds refs during the Bills but like so did Brady like Brady he kind of had that you oh, know yeah, bitching no, at the refs everyone, everyone causes all the fucking you know everyone's yeah. out there on the other end uh, Lamar Jackson can't get over the playoff hump I mean they beat. The Texans, a rookie quarterback last week, but it coming in this week, they're all favored. Everyone's picking you. You finally have the weapons this year. I get he didn't look the same as he normally does, but you're uh, you're all pro uh, tight end there. Mark Andrews comes back too. Odell Beckham, and you really you only put up ten points there in the AFC Championship game. Yeah, I mean uh, it was big plays too. Like I mean, Zay had five receptions, I think, in like 115 yards. So they had big plays. He threw the pick in the end zone too. Yeah, yep. and like that should be well that pick. Was fucking hysterical. Dude. Yeah, like, like, what are you doing, buddy? Triple coverage. That guy was so- Isaiah. Likely said, "I'm open." Swamped, and I'm he was open. like, "I'm open." Like, not on. Like, the guy who actually picked that, like that. There were two more layers of that getting picked before Isaiah Likely would have caught that ball. <laughs> like, just a ridiculous move. One of probably the worst pass call. Like, call for a pass. I'm saying that I've ever seen. So in the last six seasons, the Chiefs have been to the Super Bowl four times. They're two and one right now. Lost to Brady. Going in here, if they win the Super Bowl, like that, I feel like that's just the first half of what the Patriots did. Like I, I, I get the comparisons of Kansas City and New England is always going to come up because the Chiefs are, yeah, you know, the dominant team right now. But uh, the Patriots did that twice, yeah. three, three Super Bowls in how many years? Uh, I'm in, I'm interested to see. I think it will be a, a entertaining Super Bowl. Uh, looking on the other side. Uh, let me go go here. Uh, Detroit uh, plus two eighty dogs. I took them um, just out of you know got FanDuel in my hand. Let's put a quick uh, half unit on it for them to win. Up by seventeen points was that halftime twenty four yep. to seven. Yep. Uh, outscored twenty seven to seven in the um, you know end of the game. Uh, Lions still cover the spread. But man, what a what a letdown from the lines there. Oh yeah, and as much as this is what everyone's been saying all week about you know going forward on fourth down there, they were seventeen for twenty. That was their team DNA. I get that's your team DNA. I get the statistics. But you kick a field goal there, man. You're down one possession ball game. This this is probably gonna go in the overtime. Yeah, and it's not even just that. It's not like not even just the fourth down. It was player game. The second half, they had two thousand yard rushes. 
They ran the ball seven times in the second half. They were up 17 at halftime. Up, not down. And they ran it like seven times. Who who does that sound like? Atlanta Falcons in 2016? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck, man? Not to mention one of the best duo, probably the best duo all year, uh, running back-wise. Yeah, they were. And Montgomery and Gibbs. Yeah, 2,000 yards. Like, some teams don't get one. Making Jared Goff looking good. I mean, Jared Goff had a pretty good postseason. Yeah, Uh, Jared Goff. first game. Playoffs... Playoffs included, I think he has the most passing yards. But you can Which, like I get like he plays more. Again, games yeah, I, I can say too like them not converting on fourth down. There's the only guy, the only receiver I felt comfortable him catching was I'm on St. Brown, Jamison Williams or Josh Reynolds. They were just dropping the ball left and right. Uh, Sam Laporte had a big game. He's he's a future, you know. Yeah, he's, he's already, a good if, player. If not already a top five tight end in this league, he's a good uh, their, player. De- yeah, their defense looked pretty good, but you knew like as soon as I think. San Fran went right down to score a touchdown that they gained the momentum. Uh, Brock Purdy, man, just getting doing his job, getting these playmakers and Samuel, McCaffrey, Ayuk, you name it. Even um, Kyle Jusic there, the um, oh, yeah. fullback got, from it, got into it plays. at a 23-yard catch. Uh, but, you know, so many weapons. That's why you, I think it will be a pretty good Super Bowl. But in terms of, like, having, having that uh, Cinderella in as the Lions would have or – you know, Baltimore, who was the favorite all year, but like hasn't be- been there in a long time, like would have been over San Fran or uh, Kansas City in terms of I would have liked to see. Now you well, got, yeah, you're a preseason pick yeah, right now, out the window. Now you have <laughs> probably the team that's been the best all year outside of that loss to the Ravens. And then you have the, you know, the defending champions, the team that's dominated this league for the last five, six years now. Um, it's going to be uh, an interesting game. Yeah, I agree. And uh, yeah, it, it, when you hear Lions in, the fucking NFC championship, you like assume horrible loss choke job and they just like fulfilled that completely. Yeah. <laughs> no, and you're like, like, well done, Detroit, for sticking true to the Lions win. You're like, oh wow, they're gonna like they might actually do this. So there was there was a part of me at the time of the game. I'm like, wow, they're they they won. Like it's over. Yeah. And it, 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 that was not the case. They, no, there was like I forget what it was, but there was like one play where it happened and I was like and they were still like up a bunch, but it was like they're about to Detroit Lions this fucking yeah. thing. It was like, it was like uh, I forget if it was a player like one drive, but I remember thinking that after one and just being like, he, uh, they're, they're about Dan to Campbell Lions says after it. the game, like that might've been our only chance to get there. And he just said everything that was on the Detroit Lions fan base's minds. Like we might never get back. We might never have Eminem in. Can you see the, see the luxury box? Yeah, oh, yeah. flipping everyone off. That was pretty cool. No, uh, of course. But there, I think they'll. Be, I think they will be somewhat back. I don't know if they'll get back to the NFC Championship game, just because you know teams are getting better. The Eagles could be back. The maybe the Cowboys could figure it out somewhere down the line. Uh, but the Lions, pretty damn good season for you know what you know Detroit is all about. Yeah, I think. The, yeah, I think the Lions, their future is good for being a playoff team. I would say anyway. Yeah. Post that, like you oh, got to get that done. Yeah, but. I mean Jordan Love is coming, but. I still got them favored in the vision for next year. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, like the Packers will be better, but the Packers don't like leapfrog you. Like, yeah, you and it's like, also like it's a year that they've already seen Jordan Love, so like it's yeah. gonna be a year for him to adjust the defenses and things like that. But I had him this uh, Super Bowl, um, you know, in Vegas. By the way, in Vegas, like probably the greatest venue for a Super Bowl ever. And hang out at the Sphere all day. Like Wait hanging out at the start. Sphere. Um, I think tickets are going for like minimum. I remember they I will not be there. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I, I remember like back in not even back in the day, like like when the Pats were playing the fucking Falcons. Like tickets were three thousand, and that that's still a lot for you know to get in the game. Yeah. Now it's eight thousand minimum. Well, eight thousand bags. Yeah, that that's true too. Hopefully, you can just win that on the yeah, roulette yeah. table. Walk in, do something exactly. Yeah. Um, but right now says Sam Fran's going to be favored by two points. Uh, Kansas City, you know, back-to-back um, trips. Uh, Brock Purdy going into his first Super Bowl, second season. Uh, it's going to be quite the game, huh? Yeah, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. I mean, two high-powered offenses, just electric players on all sides of the football for each team. I mean, just incredible. Um, I think it really comes down to which defense shows up because in the playoffs so far, the – Chiefs defense has been playing, like you said, like old school, grinded out playoff football. Like they've held, they held Lamar Jackson to 10 points. They've looked good. 
49ers have looked terrible. Yeah, their can, defense is getting shredded. Yeah, can the can the Niners defense keep up with what Pat Mahomes been slinging the last? And when you're weeks? and when you're getting shredded on defense, Mahomes, Kelsey, and the boys are like not what you want to see. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna, what you want to see. I'm going to throw in a couple prop bets here, and I'll make my point as I go down. I uh, use this one last year. I think it's an easy one. Taylor Swift's going to show up after. I think. Uh, 12-hour flight from Tokyo. She's got a trip there. Travis Kelsey, anytime TD. I think it's even payout right now. Uh, he's going to score in the Super Bowl. Like, that just happens. I would like to know, besides the Tampa game, I bet he scored every game. Yeah, I bet probably. he scored in every um, Super Bowl. He, I think he scored both games in the playoffs. I think he's my lock for, like, anytime TD. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yep. I'd say so. I mean, that's like going for Gronk, and I'd, if Gronk was healthy. Yeah. And then the, the one that I'm going to look at here is I think – Obviously, the defense is like you said. I think that those are the two that you look at. Who can you know make more plays? Who can create a turnover? But I think best when it comes to a best player versus best player, who's going to get it done? Is it going to be Pat Mahomes, who has gone to years and years out? And I love Brock Purdy, um, and he could you know he could have a good game, but yeah. but I think they'll only win if you know Christian McCaffrey makes some big plays. Christian McCaffrey sitting at plus four fifty to win MVP. If the Ooh. if the Niners win. Like chances are, it's it, it it will probably be him. Yeah, it could yeah. be, but I don't know. I don't know. Just because like Purdy, the story, just like if they pull it off, because they'll probably have to do a comeback if they win. Yeah, and like the comeback usually kind of fucking yeah cements the quarterback. The quarterback. But if he's just handing off the ball, yeah, he's no, just of dumping course, it. of course, of course. And I, or I mean, I, in that regard too, it could be two you know sweeps to Debo Sam. Samuel yeah, could Debo could get game. it. Yeah. Uh, could see that too. Um, and then my, I was kind of looking, I think it's a little too early for the Gatorades. I, I'll uh, have to get there because we're recording on a Tuesday, uh, the week before the Super Bowl. So we still got like a solid 10 plus days till the, till the actual game. Uh, over for the national anthem. Um, who do we got? Reba McIntyre. Reba McIntyre. Who is dubbed the queen of country. She's a huge country. Country's sorry. typically a slower pace. I think, you know, getting that over, whatever, I don't know what the minutes or seconds are. I feel like over has hit a lot recently. Uh, I'm going to, you know, play it out for that too. I think uh, this 68-year-old from Oklahoma, she's going to be in Vegas. Um, probably going to save her, you know, alcohol for after the singing. Or maybe before, who knows. But uh, It is in Vegas, curveball. Yeah, she's going to slow it down. Yeah, she's put yeah. on a show. Yeah. You're in slow, Vegas. Slow it down, Pedro. Yeah. Slow it down. Yeah, we have the over. Slow it the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> Who do you like for the game? Um, I absolutely hate it, but the Chiefs are going to win the fucking the game. Chiefs, it, it, it's, it's so easy. It's yeah, so easy. the Chiefs are just going to win the game. Uh -huh. It sucks. I, it's, I loathe it. I want Mahomes and Kelsey's tears more than anything, but it, this is, they're going to win. It kind of reminds me in ways of the Rams-Patriots Super Bowl back in... Uh, 2001, because like Brock Purdy's still like, oh, is he good? I think he's good, but like uh -huh. that's still in question. And then you're playing, you know, these rock stars who not have haven't really had the best year offensively, but they're they're the cream of the crop. Yeah, they're gonna come in, and they're still dogs too. I, I think the Rams were 14 point favorites. I just see it in the new school versus old school type of way. That that's kind of my point. I'm trying to get across. Yeah, that. and I would say yeah. I would say it would be like even the other Rams one. Yeah. Like Goff and like Sean McVay, like the upcoming yeah. fucking the young guns. It's their time, whatever, well, now. And it's like, then they just run into the fucking hopefully not, object. Hopefully not, though. That, that game was a fucking sleeper. Like, yeah, I, didn't, I Patriots, don't expect that. Yeah. Unless you were a Patriots fan, that was a sleeper. I also didn't expect the AFC Championship to be 17-10, so. Yeah, but that, like there was turnovers. There was... uh. I don't know, there's good atmosphere there in Baltimore. Shout no, I'm not saying there wasn't, yeah. but, you know, two fucking MVPs at quarterback. It, yeah. You expect a show. About to be a two-time uh, two MVP. Cashing yeah. on that bet, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, but, I mean, it would be really cool to see Purdy win. More importantly, it would be really cool to see Kittle win something. Yeah, Kittle would win. Like, if, like yeah. if they win, like, I don't give a shit about the rest of the 49ers. I want the camera on Kittle. Oh, yeah. The he's second like, they he's win, like, if they win. He's like a cooler version of Gronk. He's just like Banana Land. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see that. Uh, over another over-under, uh, 47 and a half. I thought it's going to be close, dude. I'm like not too educated on like a 47 and a half. That's 24 points each. I think that might go under. I like the over. You think the over? I think 49ers defense has been getting shredded. Yeah. They're going to be playing comeback all game shootout. Yeah. Okay. That's a that's good analysis. I, I, 
I could switch it over. You could. I mean, both teams, it's the Super Bowl. Even though they've been there before, there's always like the jitters and both teams might puke on themselves in the yeah. first half or something. That's always possible. I just feel like whenever Kansas City plays a close game, and if this is a close game, it's usually low scoring. Like like I'm talking about like 20, 23 to 17. Yeah. Like like something close like that. They did lose a big one though. Uh, What's his name? Omayahu? Oh, Omi- yeah. Omiyahu. Yeah, they yeah. lost him for the year. I mean, the year's one game now, but my my reach my reach that I'm I'm calling right now. I think it's plus ten thousand odds. Put at least two hundred on it. Um, it's going to be twenty three to twenty final in favor of Kansas City. Make that pick right now. Calling it from the clouds. I went with that score two years ago. Um, the Bengals Rams was that two years ago. Yes. Um, I put two hundred on to win twenty G's. Final score, 23-20, but I had the Bengals winning and the Rams won. And so do we parlay this with the under? (laughs) That was a point under. That was a point under the under. Oh, wow. If that's going to be the score, why not go for broke? You're right. Wow. That would like like double it. (laughs) I mean, you can't, like, you're either right, you're either right or you're wrong. Are you a genius? (laughs) Did Did we just figure out math? Barely, folks. Oh, wow. Barely. That's a minus 15 you can put with a plus 10,000. I can't imagine what that is. <laughs> <laughs> can't do that math. That that math's fun. Yeah, that's for somebody else in Vegas. Um, that's for an app to show us. Yeah, and then I think the halftime is Usher. Like, there's a couple ones. Like, uh, obviously, the Simpleton, like, yeah. Like, that one's yeah. good. Um, anything he duets with R. Kelly would love to see them, like, Video Skype R. Kelly from prison. Yeah. Like, that would be sick. Where are the odds on that? <laughs> where, can we, yeah, where can we put in a Skype R. Kelly? Yeah, there's an odd... There's, like, Travis Kelsey, like, proposed to, like, Taylor Swift after the game. Banana... Again, using Banana Land. But that's, like, nuts. Um, Yeah, Reba McIntyre, though. She's going to go over. I'm feeling Yeah. Yeah. That's, like, my prop lock of the week. Let, let, let me get in here. Let me do some Gatorade, Super Bowl... Color. Since all right, what uh, what color will be thrown on the wink winning coach? All right, is this this year? This better be this year. There we go. Even if not, does it have a list? So the like favorite is purple. Purple. Interesting. Since two thousand one, orange has been the most popular color Gatorade used by a championship team. Though that hue has. Hasn't been employed since Reed and the Chiefs won the Super Bowl four years ago. Two of the past three years, the color has been blue. Occasionally, there's been no Gatorade shower at all. I mean, there's definitely going to be a shower while no Gatorade bath plus 2,000. That's – that's uh, Fry bath? They get Andy Reed with some fries? Oh, that'd be – Some team does. Oh, some bowl game has that. I forget. But why, why – like, am I – is that too simple too? Red at plus 500, the, the Chiefs? Um, what kind of Gatorade do they like? Like – well, yeah, I think it's more of that. Like, I don't think the color is picked for like. Yeah. Like, but is color. it no like, or money? Will it just be for bet? Like, does someone just like put it out and be like, all right, we're trying to pocket? Like, I would love to see an investigation on the Gatorade color of how that's like all done. Well, because we'll people could get in trouble. Let's send magic to Vegas. Yeah, have them investigate. I I would like to see that. I I don't know if we have the budget to send him, but maybe he'll do a pro bono. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right, that wraps up for the football season. Uh, great football season outside of the Patriots. Like, Patriots fucking sucked. Um, yeah, it's like just a brutal, pathetic season. But we're yeah. not going to talk about that. Gerard the rest Mill, of the season was great. We're back. Uh, maybe, probably not. But, I mean, what, what a football season. Sundays, sitting on the couch, nothing better. Nothing better. You know who's better, though? David Pasternak. Yup! Uh, 6-2 route flyers the other day. Uh, they've won... I think seven of their last eight games. Um, looking, sitting pretty. I believe they are the top team in the NHL yes. right now. Um, yep. They, and they said, oh, no, never mind. Uh, they are the sec. They're tied with the Canucks. Either way, they're having a fantastic season. Uh, when people thought they might have taken took a step back, losing Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci. No, that is not the answer. Um Pasternak on his way to another 50 goal season. Yeah. And one of the craziest things is like like uh from last year, like they they took a step back. <laughs> like that's yeah. just how good they were last year. Obviously he didn't show up in the playoffs, but uh 
Like, they fucking, like, it's just another incredible year, back-to-back. The whole team looks great up and down the board. Uh, People have gotten hurt. People have stepped in. A lot of the, I mean, Danton Heinen has a fucking hat trick. Yeah. Like, it's a very next-man-up mentality going on with the Bruins, and they're playing their ass off every night. And and we love love the secondary scoring on this show. I mean, Charlie Coyle with 18 goals and 24 assists, like, no one knew that was going to happen. He's been... He's played like every year has been like a better year than last. And I feel like at one point, like the hometown kid was eventually going to leave, but he stayed here. He's been outside of Pasternak and no, Marshawn has 24 goals now. He, uh, yeah, Marshawn's killing it. He just out of the way of 400 career goals with the uh, Bruins there. Um, Pastor Ray Bork. For yeah. Goals. Ch- Charlie Coyle <laughs> is, you know, 18 goals, having a year. And then even, uh, you look at Trent Frederick too, no longer your fourth line guy. He's only here to, you know, be kind of an enforcer guys. Fucking huge. I say it every week. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, you know, he's, he's, uh, making it happen too. The whole thing with the Brad Marshawn scoring like 400 goals. Um, they showed the graphic of like top, um, it's like Busick, um, like Terry O'Reilly there, a couple Esposito. other Esposito, then Bergeron, and then it's Marshawn after. At the at the end of the day, I think it's going to be Pasternak number one by miles. By the way, because Pasternak is like in the top seven, and like he he scores sixty goals a year. No one, no other Bruin has like really done that. No, yeah, no, he's he's the best goal scorer. Uh, like pure goal score possibly in the game. Yeah, so the, so the top. I mean, t- Connor McDavid's like better overall and everything. So Busick's the only one in the five hundreds. You could easily see that Marshawn probably has three year, at least three years after this. Um, Pasternak and Marshawn, not just the top scorers on the team, but possibly in the entire you know organization at the end of the day. Yeah, no, and they're doing it against everybody. It's shut out the Devils. They're having a good year. You beat the Avalanche. The Canadians suck, but you beat the fucking piss out of them. Yeah, Love my, that. my big beast with the team. Beat the Jets. Um, Pavel Zaka's got to grow the fuck up and score a couple goals. Um, he's taking a step back. I mean, he had a, he performed like Charlie Coyle is this year. Probably Charlie's doing a little bit better. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Switch your bet to Coyle. Yeah, I might, but Pavel, I mean, I'm going next Tuesday against Calgary. If he doesn't score, I'm done with the bet. I'm done. Okay. All right. All done. It was just at the Winnipeg game, electric. Oh, nice. Garden's rocking. Any any concessions? Any beers? Concessions. Uh, regular beers. Uh, side of fries. Anyone fight in the bathroom? No fights in the bathroom. No fights, no fights in the bathroom. There we go. Um, Good crowd, though. Another thing, too, that the downfall of this team this season has been defense. Charlie mm-hmm. McAvoy, who's been their you know top defender for years now, has had. You know, I think I think you could say that Charlie McAvoy has had a shit year. For, uh, for the de- way he plays? Yes, it's not I, that bad, but for a, le- a player of his level, it has not been a good year. And then who's supposed to be the number two defense? And H- Hampus Lindholm has been completely upsetting this team. Uh, now, he's been outright bad. He's been, McAvoy has been playing less than Charlie yeah. McAvoy should play. Lindholm what, has not been good. Like he led by, well, who who was that the other night that scored in regulation to beat us? Uh, fuck. It was a big game against a good team the other night. Uh, uh, the, Carolina, the, yeah, Carolina. Who, by the way, is five zero and two against the fucking Bruins the last seven games. No, yeah, they're uh, they're kind of looking like the Capitals did from like fucking twenty thirteen. Well, like, well, even we just look at two the days. Simple things of I'm not I don't read into you know shots on goal, but every game they're getting outshot. That's not because they're getting out. I think outplayed. It's because they keep turning over the puck in the neutral zone in their own zone, and that leads to goals for the other team. And that that can blame specifically on the defense. If you didn't have the one two punch in Allmark and Swayman, you'd be in trouble, man. I mean, when you have the Vesna winning last. Last year, and then you have the other goalie, your backup goaltender, making the All Star game. Like, come on, yeah, no, yeah. both look great. Both look great. Obviously, Swayman had to step up a little more this year because of uh, Omar's injury. Injury, and but uh, uh, they they both playing for the. Like, you can't go wrong with whoever's in there at night. Like, no, it's I agree. Like, like, fucking, like pick your poison. That's yeah. why um in the playoffs will be interesting what they do this year. Do they just go back and forth? Because last year it didn't work. Um, of you know, but they bugged out and started Swayman like Game Seven. I realize Omar was hurt all the whole. Whatever it was, we we talked about that. Yeah, we covered that. Yeah, but, I'm not saying yeah. it's right, but like what they did last year was the wrong thing. To do. Yeah, well, they're saying to get rid of Olmar because you know his his price is as high as it'll ever get now, and I don't certainly agree with that. I think that's just the strength of their team is goaltending. Like simple as that. If you're the number one team, why would you trade your Vesna winning goalie? That's my point. That's my point. And <laughs> doesn't make any. And people are like, oh, sell him high. Well, you, well, he's high, and because you know he hasn't. He played like that last season. He's played great this season. But, you know, be, before that, he wasn't the goalie that he is right now. Especially where yeah. you're not, like, 
Like, we need probably a few things to tighten up, but, like, we don't need what you really get from a... Like, we need a Vezina winning goalie more than we need fucking what you would get back for that. They, like, we don't need, like, a superstar or something crazy. You know F- I mean? Philly had a nice uh, tribute to J- uh, James Van Riemsdyk. Was, um, he must have been, like, a fan favorite because he is just kind of like a shithead. At least who hangs out in front. I know he's better, like, back in the day in his career. But he just like is a garbage man. Like he just picks it up in the yeah. in the crease, like in, in between the circles. Like that's the, I like him. He's good. He's good to fill in if you need someone in your top six because someone else is out or you're just not deep enough. That was a massacre. Yeah. Oh, they, the, they like first half of that game was a fucking bloodbath. I watched the I watched the first period and like most of it, and then I got in my car and like had to go do something, and then I look at my app and it says five to one. Like in the second period. Yeah. I was like, they're just, there's, there's dead they bodies off, on the ice. Yeah. Dead like bodies they went absolutely ice. off letting it rip. On, on Mike, on Mark Recchi's fucking uh, banner night. Yeah. They, they put his name up in the rafters in Philly and. Uh, Great player. Shout Re- out Mark Recchi. Yeah, shout out 2011 Rec- Wrecking Ball. Second line, baby. Yeah. Recchi, Marshawn, Bergeron. Yeah, always got a beer in Boston, but uh, uh, I assume he's getting one in Philly unless they boot him after that game. They probably should have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. But good to see. I think they have an Easter schedule coming up. Uh, you got... Oh, they don't resume, so is All-Star, All-Star week, week now. All-Star Week's this week. Currently, yeah. Oh, so I go to the first game back, Calgary at home. And then, actually, um, Thursday night, Vancouver, best two teams right now in the NHL. Should be a doozy. And then you got Washington, Tampa, and Seattle, who uh, have all played pretty good hockey. I don't know... I haven't really seen Seattle too much, but the other two reasonably like put up good games. Yeah. Fuck the lightning. Yeah, fuck the Kucherov's having a great year, but <laughs> Oh, for sure. <laughs> Speaking of good years, um, we're looking at uh thirty six and eleven on the other side of the floor in at the garden, the Boston Celtics. Uh currently got a seven point ten point lead against the Indiana Pacers. Um <laughs> looking pretty damn good in the regular season here. Uh, still, what do we? What do you think? Oh uh, well, a lot of defense in this game, huh? There's still like an entire fourth quarter. Yeah, one eighteen, one oh eight. Well, they dropped the buck forty on fucking the Heat the other night. Good lord! And then they, uh, I, I got to see this fourth quarter here because I, I only watched the ha- um, second half of last night's game. They were down by seventeen points. They, uh, they put up thirty seven. They put up uh, close to seventy points in the second half to take down the Pelicans. I'm thinking Zion Williamson just got tired because he's a fat fuck. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But Derek White, after missing 16 straight shots, buried like a handful of shots down the stretch there. I think finished with uh, 17 points, but I think all six were scored. Six field goals scored in the fourth quarter. Uh, well, you know, he's great because he is one of those guys like he's going to keep shooting. Like some people you get up to like over 13, they like uh, shy away from the ball. And he's Pe- going to take a shot when he gets it. Pelicans got good talent. Like they have McCollum. They have... Ingram. Ingram, they have Zion, and you do it without your third best player, who is, I think, I'll I'll still say it, like, Kristaps Porzingis, if they want to do anything this year, he's got to be healthy, he's got to be playing, treat him like Gronk all year, do not play him if you don't have to, um, if you want, yeah, if you want to take a quick 30 lo- thirty point loss to the Clippers just so you can rest guys, like, I'm all in for that. Yeah, that, that <laughs> one, like, that happens. Yeah. Like like the Milwaukee back-to-back a couple weeks ago when they lost by 40. Whatever, let, let the scrubs no, you play. Gotta, you're not going to win every yeah. game in fucking basketball. Some nights it's not your night. Just take it as it is. I'm glad they've learned that, though. I, like, Missoula, I feel like, was playing more like um, tough, you know, tough boy game last year where every game mattered. Like the postseason is what matters. They're gonna get to the postseason as a one or two seed. Hopefully, one there. I think they're four and a half games up on uh, Milwaukee right now. Um, it seems like things really go in their direction. I'm interested to see what they do with the trade deadline because you know you throw Chris Stops in that lineup. You got Tatum, Horford, Holiday, White, Brown, and Porzingis, and then you have a couple question marks like. Is Peyton Pritchard going to get minutes down the stretch if they get a couple more guys? Oshaya Brissett hasn't really been too much of a you know, pleasant surprise. Sam Hauser uh, is pretty good on defense, probably their best shooter off the bench. And then any other guy, you wouldn't even know their name. You, yeah, you wouldn't know their name. You might have to dump Hauser or Pritchard. Oh, definitely. To get... You know, something fucking oh, yeah. worth it back. Just a rental. Just a rental. Maybe maybe a guy might have to drop them both. Who can shoot, yeah, who can shoot off the bench 
and then maybe a guy who can rebound. I think you need one guy who can shoot, one guy who can rebound. Because this whole team is like plays basically all five positions. Yep. Because they, I mean, they don't really have a small guy. Like even their point guard, Drew Holiday is like what, like six five? Like he's big enough. Yeah, we. I yeah. think yeah, we need we need some height, and I think we just need one of those wings that can like, like when you play in like when we played that series when the Heat beat us. And it was just like that Struce motherfucker. Or like some guy who if you, yeah. don't, if you don't watch the game, you don't have a fucking clue who this guy is. And then in game five, this guy has like 19 points for no reason because he caught fire. <laughs> he yeah, could no, just somehow find that bench player. Exactly. I've heard rumors of the, um, what's his name? Worst free throw shooter of all time. He's on the Bulls right now. Center. Uh, played for Detroit for a Drummond. lot of years. Andre yeah, Drummond. Drummond. I keep hearing that name. And I'm like, I don't even really want that because they don't have anyone like that who's like only there to play like rebounding like he can't shoot like no, he can't, can't do anything like you that you can't have a hack guy yeah you need someone who, playoffs, who utilize their hack. game like uh i don't even know who like that's the thing with the nba there's so many guys who are probably on the block just because realistically like five teams in the nba like maximum have a chance to win the nba title yeah like, and there's max- like three more that are lying to themselves and that's it yeah like miami was an exception last year miami just came out of woodwork that that doesn't happen every year yeah um, they look awful, by the way, at this current moment. Yeah, they don't have any. They they don't have what they had last year. They don't have uh, as many shooters. Um, but Terry Rozier has come to save them. Yeah, and they got <laughs> blown out. Scary I mean, Terry. I mean, it's not really Jimmy Butler's game, but I think Jimmy Butler is third on the team in points per game. Like that's nuts. Yeah, no, I think, I think yeah, Talahero and um, um, Adebayo there. I saw something today that was like like he hasn't taken like more than like twelve shots in like seven games yeah and that's not like that's not a crazy like like i think tatum took 24 tonight you know what i mean like 12 is not like a crazy number i just feel this is definitely the year where it's just going to come down like the brass tacks like we're going to see milwaukee in the eastern conference finals probably going to go six or seven games someone it's going to come down to the edge like it will defense if it's defense we'll win if you know a big shot comes down to it i think they'll win like i don't think it's much of a coin flip i think the celtics are the better team but uh, that's what I think it's going to come down to. I don't, I don't see Philly coming. I know Joel Embiid had 70 last week, but that doesn't mean anything. And then on the other side, you know, Denver's going to be there. The Clippers have gotten better. Lakers and Warriors both suck. Yeah. yeah. Do Doc Rivers more worried about the Bucs or less worried about the Bucs? Like, like I was wor- like worried up to here, like went down. Like yeah. went down. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't really necessarily think he's a good coach. I think he's just, like, a good dude. Very you good dude. I mean? Very good dude who won with just, like, one of the all-time great teams of all time. And I don't, like, none of it. Like, we've never been, like, a huddle with him, so we don't really know the X's and O's, like, what he really brings as a coach every day. Like, like when the Celtics won the championship, they had the players. That's why they won. Players won the championship. When he went over to the Clippers, he had a team that won the championship. Couldn't win it. Uh, Sixers, they got James Harden last year. Seemed like they had enough pieces to at least get to a conference final. Couldn't do it. So it just seems like he gets so close, but yet so far. Those are two shitty cursed franchises. Though. Yeah. <laughs> In his defense. But he curse him even more? Clippers, maybe not. Philly, maybe. Yeah, Milwaukee, you have but one. The Clippers, like, they, they became, like, people actually do they existed. That, that like, it helps that franchise. Yeah, in Milwaukee, you have one of the best players in the league and then you picked up probably the like top three shooter in the league. That's what I mean. I think they're going to, their Achilles heel is going to be their defense. And uh, I should probably hold my breath right now, considering the Celtics are letting up how many points right now. Um, we're going with a buck 12 with five minutes ago. I guess that's like your average NBA probably let up like a buck 25. Uh, it's not even average. No, it's, it's, pretty it's, pretty, it's pretty high. You're still going to win by 10 points anyway, but uh yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Pacers, yeah. Pacers, another exciting team. They yeah, uh, they got Pascal Siakam. Halliburton's like fucking hell of yeah. a player. Great I'm, player. I don't know if he's back tonight. He was hurt for a little bit. Oh, he played five, five for sixteen, thirteen points. Yeah, uh, tonight. Yeah. Aaron Neesmith always always gets up for the Celtics. Ten for 14, 24 points. Uh, Fuck that. Yeah, and then Brown, White, 25, 24, Tatum, twenty eight. Porzingis back, not having his best night. Five, fifteen, fourteen points. Um, and then, like I said, the bench is what like I don't I don't understand. Like they none of on stat sheet wise, they don't really provide anything. Only thing I'm really looking at here, their bench is all plus over ten points. I don't really read in the plus minus, but if all your bench is like plus and all your starters are negative, I don't know, man. Probably bench is playing pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I makes don't sense. Know. Makes sense. Yeah, 
that's kind of I took you for a trip there, huh? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I that could be right. Yeah. All right. Um, what else we got? Um, lights out, Lang. Rough and Rowdy twenty three didn't go his way. Uh, I managed to tune into the fight itself. I uh, put on a hell of a performance. Uh, God balls the size of this room for taking that fight. I mean, the kid he's fighting not necessarily like the toughest kid, but like six seven. Lights out, Lang just got in like into his chest as much as he could. I think he performed extremely well. Uh, I think he definitely lost the fight just because like, it's an impossible fight. Um, every time that Lights Out was trying to move back right and left, um, he was just finding a quick one to the face, quick one to the face, and that's not on him or anything. Like you're, you're fighting a guy who's six seven. Yeah, and it's yeah. hard. It's hard because like in boxing, you like when a guy's that much taller than you, you got to kind of like work him down to like get inside, and with like. W- quick rounds like it's, it's yeah yeah one minute that. rounds you know I mean? especially that, that and i'm sure he's coming out like a bat out of hell just yeah, like exactly. trying to prove you know people what I mean? wrong like you're trying to sit there and like try to like figure your way in like you can't do that in a fucking one minute round yeah and i just and I when feel, you just attack feel like ba- that, i just feel like rough and rowdy and barstool has been trying to eliminate you know him from being in co- top contention and i think this was another way of doing it instead of having the you know, trilogy fight he should have had with the last fight. They, you know, input him to a fight that, you know, not like anyone 5'10". It's just like science that like, it's going to have a tough time being someone who's 6'7". No, boxing, a 5'10 yeah. person should like... Boxing, not, yeah, not yeah. If it's, a street, a if it's a street fight, probably taking lights out. Yeah. Not probably, definitely. And I I would take him in the rematch too. I'd take him in the rematch. But they won't be a rematch. They're not going to rematch this fight. I don't think they'll rematch this no. fight. But they also might. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I'm sure he'll take a little time off. Um, folks, we always have him on after a win, a loss. I completely understand. It's a competitive nature. He is the spirit of the animal, um, the heart of the champion, Bobby Lights. Heart of a warrior. Yeah. He'll be back. Love to see, um, you know, a nice comeback for him. Um, you know, kind of the, all the sports on the agenda there. I'm going to have a little movie review. I don't know, you know, boys and girls, you've seen it. Uh, Saltburn, it's a thriller comedy. Uh, takes place at Oxford. Uh, Barry Keegan, who I think is the new Joker. Yes. He's the new Joker. Um, he is this random weird geek, goes to Oxford University, becomes the best friend, Felix, J- Jacob Alordi. So so spoilers here. Spoilers. Fastened by if... Uh, yeah. You know, um, Carry on. The richest and like most popular kid in school, like befriends him and everything. And then... Um, he invites him back to his big mansion called Saltburn, um, you know, in the summer, and uh, it goes haywire. Haywire. Off the walls. Have you seen it? I don't no. want to fuck you up. I, no. Am I allowed to, you know? Yeah, carry on. So, so like, he starts, like, sec- like, there's a lot of sexual things that go on, like, um, Jacob Lordy takes, like, a bath, this kid, bar- the bad kid Barry Keegan plays all over, like, goes into the bathtub, starts, like, oh, you know what? He sees... Jacob Lordy masturbating in the shower, in the, in the bathtub. So then Barry Keegan comes, takes the bath right after that and starts licking the bathtub. Um, long story short, it's like um, it's like a parasite meets like a London. Have you seen Parasite? Yeah. Like this kid just becomes a parasite, ends up um, demising every single person from this family and uh, takes over Saltburn, which is this huge, um, you know, mansion. Oh. And like just step by step, like Jake, another spoiler, Jacob Alordi's, um, he kills Jacob Alordi like at the end. They like barely even show it, but they show like his um, like funeral and stuff. And after everyone's away, this kid just goes out in the fucking, the mulch, the dirt, wherever he's buried, takes his pants out and just starts fucking the dirt. <laughs> like this is as South film as I've ever seen. Like, I wish Magic Mike was here because he definitely would have. Um, Does it have the approval of cinema? Was like, he yeah, it cinema? Like, yeah, it was because the thing is, if you watch it and you only watch like the first hour, first hour is like how they met like this kid who's in all like the geeky classes and stuff, like starts hanging out with the cool kids. But it doesn't really start until they go to this mansion in the summer and then really shit like bizarre is happening. Like another one, like I, I guess I'm. I'm telling you spoilers. If you're if you're trying to watch this movie, like don't listen to me. Um, the first night, his um, Jacob Alordi's um, sister is like smoking cigarettes outside, and this you know sexual demon all over quick. The guy Barry Keegan's player comes out like is trying to bang her, and this girl's like, "Well, I'm, I'm it's that time of the month." 
Dude goes under her his her skirt, starts eating her out, fucking all bloody and shit. It was uh, yeah, it was it was fucked. Yeah, wow. Amazon Prime. <laughs> Amazon Amazon Prime. Amazon uh, Prime. Salt Bay. I I I had a little party with friends over the weekend. We we did a little watch for it. I was the only one not to see it, and there was like different set. Like there was one for blood because it ends up with a bloody fucking you know. And then, and then for the um, bathtub, there was one that like had some type of like, I don't know, like jizz type of, you know, uh, I don't even like material in the, in the thing. It wasn't actual jizz. Don't worry. Um, yeah. Bizarre movie. And then the whole thing that got me to is uh, Rosamund Pike uh, is the mom in this. She's the one who played the fucking absolute devil and gone girl yeah she's pure evil yeah it's like she played pure like she wasn't pure evil in this but just like i can't see that actress in any other movie now and not be like this it's like he's fucking nuts. she's in another one where she's pure <laughs> evil like that too i forget what it's called that was on netflix well she, it was like pure evil like not to her husband it was to like elderly people and this uh actually she, shout out to teddy from house neck there was this kid art archie madagwaki he he is the epitome of teddy bousquet in that movie there's a Teddy Bousquet. Teddy from Mouse Neck, yeah. Wow. I had to throw that out to the local. There's a Teddy. To the local. Oh, you know, he, he acts exactly like Teddy. Exactly like him. We kept calling him Teddy. All right, we'll stay tuned. I'm he, like, I'll give her a watch. He looks like him, too. Look. I'll keep a Teddy from Mouse Neck. Let's see. This fucking kid. Like that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That looks way more like Teddy from Bowsack <laughs> than I was expecting you to pull up. Absolute That's crazy. Ba- absolute banana land. Absolute banana land. Um, anything else before we close it up? Seems like it's been a you know, relatively smooth episode, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the bucks. I'm going to call out. I'm going to do it. Um, so Quincy High um, football got rid of their coach. He resigned after wrestling the North Quincy coach in the middle of the 50-yard line before the game because they were arguing about who has what side. And I don't know if this is inside information, but I, I, I got to get it out here. Sources. So they had an interview process of hiring coaches and for, you know, um, stepping up for, you know, the offseason plan for football. They decided to hire the principal who was a coach before Randolph High. I think he was a principal at the same time too. So he already knew where he was coming from. And then they were set to have a meeting this Thursday because the community, Quincy High, all Facebook posts, Facebook parents were up in arms with, oh, this person cannot, um, you know, co- uh, coach a team and, you know, run a high school, which I think whether he can or not, like, like, what, like, why is it up to them? Yeah, that's a big, like, chill the fuck out, dad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. So the news that came out today and it was... He came out with a statement saying, due to the community, like, I'm paraphrasing here, due to the community yeah. not having my back, that they don't like this decision, I'm going to choose to step down. So now they canceled the meeting and everything, and now he's not the coach. They Facebook bullied the coach. They Facebook bullied the coach. I have no problem with, like, okay, like, he steps back, oh, maybe, like, I'm going to be too busy, like, maybe this this yeah, is more than I can shot. handle. But the fact that he got bullied out, like, shame on you, parents. We say it right now, shame on you, parents. Um, I I think it's because no one that complained about that has any idea what it's like to be a football coach or a principal. Not to mention, most of them are complaining about it because they have you know Jerry from down the street who put his hat in the ring, you know, to apply for the coaching job and didn't get it. Mm. That's that. I think that's half the battle there. Yeah, can't wait for North Quincy High to kick their ass. Yeah, I'm like I, I'm I'm a Quincy High you know alumni, but. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's tough to swallow. I was talking to you know some alumni today, a couple inside guys, and they had the same take as me. They agreed with that, and uh, you know that, that's that's tough to hear because I think um, I think they deserve that, at least the principal deserves better there. I think that's that, that's shame on the parents or or whoever shouldn't just say parents should blame whoever was you know complaining about that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, get off your phones, losers. Yeah. Um, and that's my you know that's my local take of the week. What if they run it back? What if the next kid? What if the next guy's a stud, Quincy High all the way? Oh, like the, like the coach? Yeah, yeah. I hope, I hope it does happen. I hope the next guy who comes in, they're probably gonna bring it. They'll probably do the one that everyone wanted. I guess I don't even know who that is. I think I'm out of the you know, 
I'm out of that where I don't know that information anymore. Um, but at least they, they got rid of the, the guy who coached the Pats for one year because he fought he fought the guy in the middle of the fucking Thanksgiving game. So yeah, yeah that, you was, can't that, was, do that. that was probably warranted. You like, can't he, do yeah, that. He, they said he resigned after the game. Yeah, he was he he was given no, that, a that, yeah he was given a pen and asked to leave. Like, get the fuck <laughs> out of here, dude! He fought the like get like leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's uh it's tough to hear. Um, want want better for my community. Want better from the city of Quincy. Would never uh, happen at North. <laughs> <laughs> And this is coming from a CM guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Steel and Az, episode 154 in the books. Uh, we're going to take a couple weeks off here. Um, producers away. I'm actually going to be down in Tampa for, uh, you know, big uh, big Super Bowl. What what number is it this year, anyway? Uh, Super Bowl. 50, 60? Yeah, I don't know. 56? That That is a good one. Trivia question. What number is this year's Super Bowl? LV, triple I. 58? 58? Yeah, that sounds like 58. Yeah, it's 58. 58. I'm going to go with that. Um, big shout out to Hedge Better. Justin, thank you for uh, doing what you do. Big shout out to the sponsors again, Slide Edge Fitness and Performance. You know, get your swell on up there, 101 French Avenue. Oh, yeah. Um, also, a lot of this is Patrick J. Foley. Stay classy out there. Um, I don't really say it. Like, I, I usually say at the end of the Super Bowl episode, like, go Chiefs or go Niners, but like, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't really want either one of them to win. If I was going to pick one to root for, it would probably be Sam Fran. But I think financially, when I'm betting, like, I'm going to be betting Kansas City. Yeah. So I don't even, like, you know what I mean? Like, I can, I'm in the same Michael boat. Might go read a book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Might readily block it from my TV. Might watch Saltburn. Saltburn. Yeah. <laughs> Get some jizz. The new year is almost here, and if you're looking to shed off some holiday pounds before beak season, well, look no further and head on down to Slide Edge Fitness Performance, located at 101 French Avenue in Braintree, Massachusetts. Owned and operated by our guy, Quincy legend, Craig Kelly. You will be assured that you are getting the best training around. They believe in only the highest standards of physical fitness training and have been leading the charge at their state-of-the-art fitness facility since 2020. Their staff is actively enriching the lives of members and creating a community of like-minded people who love being healthy and strong. They are helping you to get in shape and teaching you how to maintain your health and fitness. Group fitness classes as well as one-on-one personal training sessions are available. Make sure to visit SlightEdgeFit.com and also follow them on Instagram at SlightEdgeFitness and set up a consultation today. If you're looking to get back in shape or trying to get a slight edge on the competition this gym is for you check out slight edge fitness and performance located at 101 french avenue in Braintree, massachusetts and tell them the boys from steel and Nas send you